Rusty Quill presents. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Previously on Planet Arcana. The party finds themselves with three passes to the Solmazate Estate Equinox Party courtesy of Teaspoon. But before they go, they can't help but stay at the Opera House long enough to discover who this year's secret performer is. Hint, he's limp, but motivational. Alas, there is no teleportation circle at the Luminous Opera House, so the party, adopting the monikers Vodka Cran, Lukewarm, and Night E4, head off to their final destination, the Solmazate Estate. At the party... 
a number of intriguing interactions occur. Crater is approached by an amorous admirer, then goes neck deep into a sweaty conversation with estate owner and party host Bonbon Vibrato Solmazate and his platonic artistic partner Patricia Tremolo. Meanwhile, Celestine chats with a helpful Uncle Edict, who promises him he will help Celestine identify the locations seen in his flashback. For her part, Riot manages to track Teaspoon as she floats about the party, first with Lux Booker the Creationist, then the esteemed lozenge, then finally a private and concerning chat in a quiet corner of the courtyard. Increasingly on edge, our heroes regroup and head into the castle proper to find Garbazine. There, Crater finds a historic axe, and Celestine finds a trap door that, for all intents and purposes, Riot should have found, but somehow did not. Their speculation is interrupted by a smash, as Crater's emotions get the best of him, and he loses control. Right as Garbazine emerges from the trapdoor, right as they hear footsteps approaching from around the corner, right in the middle of the Solmazate Equinox party, shall we? I can hear you. I am listening. Coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these verdant and desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. It's minutes after you were forced to leave the place where it happened. Onto the cold street, you blearily wander, disoriented and trying to figure out exactly where you are. It's a particularly cold day, with a sharp wind that cuts right through you. The cold feels almost easier to handle than it has in the past, and you're having a hard time deciding if it's because you're numb or running warm. What's the first thing you do in this moment? I feel around myself and pat myself down. I don't feel quite right. It feels like there's a hole in me, but I can't put my finger on it. I would look at my pip and see if I had any missed messages from my bosses. There's probably about 40 missed calls, a bunch of emails and some texts from them asking where I have been. We skip ahead a bit, maybe a couple of weeks. You're on the job, working a task you've worked a thousand times. What's the job and what happens here? You see me working in the back room of some dusty old warehouse. There's a stupid amount of rat on the table in front of me, 
which I neatly place into separate packages, hundreds at a time. I've done this thousands of times. It's a nice, tedious task where you're able to zone out. During this, I kind of get lost in thoughts. I keep recalling waking up after that night, how I felt. I felt helpless. These thoughts just keep repeating and repeating in my head as I'm doing this work. Faster and faster until I slip out of it. I notice that 30 minutes have passed and as I look around the room, everything is destroyed. Tables are flipped, rat is all over the floor and I just can't seem to recall what happened. I grab a broom and quietly clean this up before anyone walks in and notices. You're good at what you do, and work stays steady. Jobs keep the body active, and it's a welcome relief from being alone with your thoughts and with your emotions. But working becomes more difficult, and you're finding it harder and harder to keep yourself together. Hey, when you do your boulder, boulder, take this guy. Boulder's out of a new sector. What's the matter with you, boulder? Take it easy, boulder. Get it together, boulder. Boulder. We skip ahead. It's been maybe most of a year. You're having a conversation with an old friend. Look, buddy, I mean, I know this is, you know, this seems bad, but you could take this as an opportunity to to reinvent yourself, no? I mean, I look behind your eyes these days and I just don't see the passion that used to be there. You, you seem tired, you know? I am tired. I've been doing this for so long now and I can't do this anymore. Well, what kind of life waits for you in your golden years if you stay here, my friend? <laughs> That's a good point. What, three years left at most? Oh, come on, buddy. <laughs> ten, uh, ten, dix ans minimum. Come on now. You know, you, you may not be golden boy right now, but you have built up a lot of goodwill, and, uh, you know, I, perhaps this is a chance to disappear, you know, take a new name, reinvent yourself, spend your golden years taking rat and looking at the sunset. It is... This is the only life I've ever really known. If there is one thing I have learned in life, is that it is never too late to start over and become someone new. That, that does sound lovely. Well, pourquoi pas? We skip ahead again. At the end of that year, we find you working a job. Another job that changed everything. How does this job end? I've been on edge for quite some time now. I was playing backup for a pretty high-profile deal, where the job was just to stand in the corner and look big. We've dealt with these guys plenty of times before and trusted them, so it was just a formality. I wasn't entirely sure what set me off that day. I think one of their guys just had a passing glance at me, and I just snapped. Next thing I knew, I was on top of them, punching with full force. It took nearly everyone in the room to get me off of them. When I came up, I was unsure if I killed him or not. The bosses were pissed. Needless to say, that crew never worked with us again. No, 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 no. Fuck happened? No, no, no. Boulder packs his bag after just being informed he's to be sent to Tropo Neo Vega effective immediately. He's thinking about how much has gone wrong over the last year and a bit, how much he's changed. He's not the same person that he has known for over 50 years. The name Boulder doesn't seem to fit anymore. There's an emptiness inside of him as he realizes he's just thrown away a life he's had for as long as he could remember. A piece missing. Deep and hollow. A crater. 
You set off away from the frigid north and everything you know. Boulder becomes Crater Wayne. Crater Wayne finds himself in the Phantom Isles. Crater Wayne finds himself looking for a way out. And nearly one year later, Crater Wayne finds himself on one last job in Tropo Neo Vega. We got the green light. You do this one last job for us at Riscotech Casino and you cut loose officially. No questions asked for the rest of your life. I'll let Riot know. To recap, Crater spots the axe. Celestine spots the trap door. Riot spots nothing. Then several things happen at once. Celestine opens the door. You spot Garbazine on his way to find you. Then you hear Crater behind you, railing against each wall furiously, axe in hand and blind to his own actions. Then he collapses. Celestine, in shock, you turn to Riot only to see that her disguised self is fading and there are footsteps coming. I want you all to roll, except for you, Crater, uh, a perception check. 13. 22. Garbazine rolled a nat 20. Holy (laughs) shit. Nice. All right. Well, you all hear these footsteps coming, and in this, like, fraction of a moment, you can realize that there's only one set. Sorry, from which direction? From, from, like, in the trap door or um, above us? Not from in the trap door. From around the, like, corridor that you're in. From around the corner. And Crater's, like, huddled up in fetal position on the ground, right? Yeah, Crater's, like... We can see Crater from where we are? Yeah, he's behind you. So he's sort of, like, between... Uh, the door and the sound of the footsteps coming. So they'd get to him first, is what you're saying. Yeah. I think that if Celestine sees Crater on the ground, then, like, first instinct is to go over and see what's up with Crater. Absolutely. Like, All right, Garbazine, just hold on one second. Okay, but hurry up. We we have to go now. Yeah, okay, I get it. Crater. Oh, my God. Crater, buddy. Come on, somebody's coming. Crater, you conscious? I think Crater's conscious. I, I think you see that his eyes are just black at this moment he's just rocking back and forth kind of like he's not there all right seems like crater might be a little bit unreachable right now footsteps are coming what's the plan fuck he's kinetonic do i have any any way to like know what's up with him i don't know like a medicine check or something like that i'll tell you what if you do a medicine check then that's your amount of time before the footsteps reach you so you can do that but that's the consequence uh, Y'all have time to do one thing, I'll say. Just to, like attempt to do one thing before the footsteps reach you. Can we move him? All right, let's let's try and let's try and drag him. He it's just that he is so big, Ms. Rat. He's so big. <laughs> what if we just move him to the side and I can cast an illusion to make us invisible for a second, maybe. If you think that'll work, I, I will point out that it seems like your vodka crayon disguise is faded. It sure sure is. All right. Fuck. Okay, so the plan is to drag Crater away, and then what spell are you casting, Riot? Uh, minor Illusion. Jay, is that, is that great? Will that have the uh, effect? I was just, yeah, I was wondering, because I can just, like, I was wondering if casting the Illusion, like like a Photoshop type of thing where you, like, where it you can extrapolate, like, the background of the photo. I can kind of, like, extrapolate the background of the wall that it, we are against uh, making us kind of pseudo-invisible if someone isn't looking for us. I would say because Minor Illusion is a cantrip, I feel, so I think it might be cool to let you try to roll for it, but you guys have to do a strength check, first of all, just yeah. to see if you can lug yeah. Crater to where you I need to be. I was afraid of that. Yeah, first step is a, is a strength check, so let's okay. see how that goes, and then we'll go from there. Right. Well, I'm a plus zero. <laughs> I'm a minus one. All right, here we go. Strength check. That is a 19. I got 19, too. Oh, <laughs> 
my <laughs> my friends. <laughs> okay, so you somehow with adrenaline managed to like drag Crater to let's say like kind of around the side of the statue that he landed in front of. What is Garbazine doing? Okay, he's gonna look at you guys and as you start dragging Crater, he looks at you. Do you want help or do you want me to hide? Uh, I'd say hide, buddy. Okay. And he goes into the trap door and closes the door so that it's no longer visible. Sick. All right, so that'll happen in the span of like three seconds. The footsteps are just about around the corner. Riot, you're going to cast this minor illusion Mm -hmm. um, to create like... I, like a pattern that goes over top of y'all that mimics the wall. Is that the vibe? Yeah, that's the idea. Okay. I would say you'd have to roll an arcana check and okay. the DC is at least 20. Okay. No. <laughs> 13. Okay, so you're around the corner. Um, you're frantically trying to cast this illusion, and it kind of like it flickers and sort of turns you all gray, but does not mimic like the actual pattern of the wall. And as you're realizing that it hasn't quite had the intended effect, the person comes around the corner whose footsteps you heard, and it is Teaspoon. Mm. And though she doesn't spot you immediately, she starts looking around and like, v- Vodka? Vodka. Yes. Oh my God! She she like jumps, and it's like, what is going on? I heard a. I mean, I saw you guys disappear to inside, and like heard a big crash. What's happened? Oh my God! Are you okay? No, no he's not okay. What are you guys? Okay, I, I mean, there are definitely going to be other people coming. So, I mean, we've got to think fast here. Yeah. Why don't you like go elsewhere and 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 watch for other people coming? Look. I'll do what I can, but you guys have got to get out of here now because it's, well, it's very important to me that you make it out of here. Why? Riot. And she looks over her shoulder for a second and then looks back at you and she seems incredibly nervous and then finally steps forward and takes your hands in hers, leans over into your ear and says, they've got my true name. I need you. Oh, Jesus. Go. Okay, okay. Now you guys have to go, okay? If you don't get out of here, then that's truly my last hope. You have no idea how much... And she she sort of catches herself and composes herself. And then at this point, you can hear, like, a couple of additional footsteps coming down the hallway. And so she sort of turns to face them and, like, gives you, like, a wave. Okay. Head them off and distract them. We'll, we'll get out of here. Go, go. Okay. Can we get Crater down into the trapdoor? Is that big enough? Yes, the trapdoor is big enough for sure. Before we do, sorry, just really quick. Um, can you remind me, is Teaspoon android or human? Human. That's what I thought. It's the they I'm wondering about. Who's the they that has her true name, right? Indeed. But... There's nary a moment to reflect on this. <laughs> As the footsteps are approaching and Teaspoon sort of like walks off down the corridor, you know, composing herself slightly to to wait for them. And she's sort of like looking nervously over her shoulder and like waving at you. Okay, can we move to drag him and and get Garbazine's attention to come help us? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think Garbazine kind of like was listening and then when he heard you start to drag Crater back, he opens up the door and starts to help pull as well. Okay. So you pull Crater in and what you see sort of through the trap door is this like long set of stone stairs. Um, So it's not very smooth, but you manage to drag him down a few of them and just kind of all huddle 
uh, as you close the trap door and hear the footsteps round the corner um, and a couple of voices indicate, you know, shock at the scene that they see before them. There's gouges in the walls, you know, there's Teaspoon standing there wringing her hands and through the trap door you can hear, Oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I just, you know, I think I might have had one too many drinks and I came around the corner and you just landed smack dab and <laughs> right into the statue. I am so sorry. You're not going to... I don't want to ruin the party. You're not going to tell anyone, are you? I can fix it up. And, you know, as you hear this conversation going on and, you know, the voices in response seem kind of like dismayed but not panicked uh, as they have their conversation. Oh, my God. One more question. Does Crater still have a hold of that axe? Crater, why don't you tell me? Yeah, I think he kind of just essentially just kind of seized up. So, like, the uh, he's got the axe, like, firmly in both hands right now. He's gripping it very tightly, and we're now down out of sight. Right, we're we're in the like trapdoor area. Yeah, yeah. You're you're. There's like a long set of stairs going down into the undercastle. Did Riot have any issues seeing the trapdoors? I know last time, yeah, she wasn't able to see it. Yeah, actually, good point. Let me sort of like take it back to where y'all were dragging Crater in there because mm-hmm. you know Riot does have some difficulty, and it sort of has to follow. Celestine and Garbazine's movements in order to like go through the door properly because it just seems like floor. All right. Well, I think that I think that we need to get Crater on his feet. So, all right. I'm going to try to. Can I try and make that medicine check now to see what's up with him? Yeah. That is a dirty 20. Ooh. Uh, Okay. So, with a dirty 20, you see, I think primarily, and Sean. Feel free to step in here if I'm if I say something wrong or if I'm just overstepping. But I think the first thing that you notice is that Crater's eyes are flickering a lot. And as you kind of check around his entire shell, you definitely notice that he's much warmer than he is, and he usually runs pretty warm. I think with a 20 on the medicine check, it's symptoms kind of like a panic attack. And I don't know what how familiar you are celestine with that but i think that as soon as crater started smashing around you all flipped around to watch and you watched him like you watched him lose control as he started to smash into things and smash the axe into things and then he fell over and he looked nervous or potentially scared i don't know that you can pinpoint exactly what is wrong with him but you kind of are gathering that the symptoms are you know, like a panic attack, there seems to be something, yeah, there seems to be something there. Is that enough information, Sean? Do you want me to add any? Do you want to add anything? Uh, I think I think that was perfect, what you said. Okay. Can I open up his boiler and try and use some, a little bit of rat, like smelling salts to get him to snap out of whatever this is? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like cocaine out of a K-hole. <laughs> 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 uh, I think with the 20 medicine check, we'll we'll include that in the check. And I think that, that there's no reason why that wouldn't work. I love that. <laughs> All right. Crater, how you feeling? I think you see Crater's eyes, uh, like the flicker in Crater's eyes start to slow a little bit. And he looks like he's kind of starting to move now a little bit. I think he's still getting his senses to him, though. But uh, he seems like he's starting to come out of it a little bit. <sighs> oh, you had me worried, buddy. Okay. All right. All right. We need to... We need to move. We can talk about what happened later, but uh, but there's people coming, and I think Garbazine's found where we need to be. So can you can you stand? Are we are we still at the the party? With sort of kind of under it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
we've, we've, we've got you. We can, we can help you get around if you need. I love the idea of like crater. We, we, we've got, we got crater. <laughs> we're under each arm. Yeah, and yeah, he's trying, yeah. he's yeah. leaning on us, but we're like way shorter and he's so heavy that we're just like buckling <laughs> under his weight. Is, is, is there enough room in, in here for me to stand up or is it full? Crouch? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, in fact, let me give you a little description. So now that you find yourselves at the bottom of this uh, of the steep stone steps down into the undercastle, you turn to face a long hallway that stretches before you. The undercastle isn't the way you thought it would be. In fact, as you enter through a narrow doorway into cavernous stony halls, you are surprised by the high ceilings, the stained glass frescoes illuminated electrically, and by the roots and trunk of the old growth tree in the courtyard above, very much a crucial element of the undercastle's structural security. And everywhere in this undercastle, water drips gently from above. And though musky, the smell down here is not unpleasant. It's less of a dungeon smell and more like a forgotten cave, a lagoon even, due to the gentle flooding. Hmm. So you kind of take a moment here and just realize that it is just as ornate as above. Wow. Can I just ask Crater, like, internally, like, what impact is it having on you emotionally in this moment, that flashback that you just have? I I don't think Crater's 100% okay. Like, this hasn't happened to him in quite a while now. And he's feeling very, very shook at this moment. I think as he, like, tries to stand, like, his knees are a little bit weak and he's a little bit wobbly getting up. Mm -hmm. He's still a little bit disoriented, but he's starting to realize where he is. And I think then he notices that he's carrying this axe, which he's confused about. Mm -hmm. Can you give me an insight check at disadvantage? Three. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) as you hold on to this axe there's a moment where as you're sort of parsing through all of the things that just happen inside of your head and externally and just kind of collecting yourself you hold on to this axe and as you look at it for a moment it's like all of the sound around you starts to get sucked into it very slowly and it just becomes very very still and very quiet around you and you can hear like The beat of your mechanical heart is kind of like pulsing into your ears. And there's just a moment here where you look at this axe and just feel a connection to it. But you're having a hard time determining what that means or anything past that. Your legacy is my legacy. What was that? Sorry. What'd you say, Crater? I think think the Arcana just spoke to me again right before I blacked out there. Oh, my God. Um... What what did it say? I mean, it it just repeated what it said to me before. Um, your legacy is my legacy. I I don't know what that means, really. Dang it! I mean, I know that Uncle Edict would say that it is a an honor and a privilege to be spoken to by the Arcana, but I just wish they would be straight and tell us what they mean. Yeah, they're kind of dicks sometimes, to be honest. <laughs> right, you are, Ms. Rad. <laughs> Dicks indeed. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what's 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 the plan here, guys? Do you feel well enough to go to where Garbazine says the teleportation circle is? I would like to get as far away from here as I can. Okay. So, yes. All right. Well, I'm 95% sure that we're in the right area. So hopefully that provides a little relief. Also, um... And he looks at Celestine and is just like, uh, you know, I'm a bit taller. If you want to lean on someone, I can 
I can help. Honestly, I mean, thank you so much for offering because I was about to fall on my face. Here. This is too much. Crater, buddy, you are a big, big fella. I, I knew it, but I, now I really know it. I think Garvazine kind of moves it and takes over um, and just like gets into the crook. And I think Garvazine is a pretty big android anyway and he's uh, kind of like a big stocky cloud android so he like nestles in and he just waits for you creator to like kind of allow him to help like maybe like just waiting for you to put his your arm over him and as he does he kind of looks at you and he's just like i've been there yeah i think creator would look at him apprehensively but then give in and yeah i'd, I'd put an arm around him and lean onto him and start to walk forward it's heavy right it's like like dense like there's so much to him <laughs> i've had to carry have uh never mind actually crater as you throw your arm over him you can feel underneath where your hand is on his skin that everywhere that those tower markings are they feel really rough and i don't want to say flaky but like almost like there's it's almost like that's rusting and you just kind of notice that as you throw your arm around him that it's starting to feel like you can tell now that it's looking worse and worse. <laughs> Do these hurt? Uh, it's it's not so bad. It's fine. <laughs> How about you? How are you feeling? Uh, it's not so bad. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'd love to be able to take our time, but I would be really surprised if it was just a smooth uh, sail to and then through the teleportation circles. I'm just saying, let's keep vigilant here. Yeah, let's... So let's put as much distance between us and i guess everyone that's looking for us as possible here as you start to continue through uh as mentioned before this is quite a cavernous area even though it's like done up to look very church-like almost i want to say like the artificial stained glass in here that's illuminated backlit um it just looks very very grand and there are a lot of hallways that lead out from this sort of central chamber that you're in and as you start to walk towards the other side of the room where there's more hallways to go, uh, Garbazine kind of like dips out from underneath your arm crater and starts like checking each of the walls. And then finally he like comes across one. He's like, okay, this way, this way. And you continue. I'd like everybody to make a perception check for me. That's a net one on my end. <laughs> 24. 24? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Dang. Crater also rolled a nat one, which I think Whoa. fits thematically. <laughs> yeah. <so>. Yep. <laughs> You're so good at thematic rolls. Damn. <laughs> Seriously, how do you do that? Specifically, yeah. thematic low rolls. <laughs> Method. Yes. Method rolling. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this makes sense too. Um, Celestine, as you don't have the weight of your friend on your shoulders, you start to push ahead of the group a little bit and just start to take notice of what's coming up. And you notice a little bit down the hallway that Garbazine pointed you down to to lead you down there that the roots of the tree that have gathered along the ceiling are quite thick here um and you're still a ways away from it but you just notice that the the roots here are kind of hanging down in a very um almost like a almost like a curtain here whereas in the rest of the hallways and the rooms that you've been in so far it's just mostly clung to the ceiling and here it seems to almost be blocking your path and you're still a bit of a ways from it for now. Uh, but what would you like to do? I guess I'll um, I'll sort of see how difficult it is to get through them. See like what 
you know, like if there's a way to push through the roots. Okay. So you go on ahead a little bit. Yeah, I'll go on ahead a little bit. Sure. So you walk up to the roots and as you walk up to them, you hear a rustle from behind them. If I hear the rustle from behind them, I think I will all stop and and double back to the party. Okay, sure. I think there's somebody or something there. There's we've got we've got some roots blocking our path. I can't see, but there's mm-hmm. something is down here with us. Did you see anything else, Garbazine? There's markings to show me which way to go, and it says to go down this way. So I I didn't see anything else. I didn't go that far. All right. Well, I think maybe we better be on high alert here. Should I send in a mage hand? To go behind the roots to see if that thing will react to it. I think that's a that is a good safe idea. Okay, still underneath crater's heft, my eyes turn black for a second, and just like this black smoke turns into a hand formation and kind of like curves its way into the roots and behind it. Ooh, so cool! Very cool. I will also mention at this point that I think your disguised self has oh, yeah. completely faded away. Yeah. So we are seeing Riot in all her glory and her eyes turn black. And that hand extends out and starts to go towards the roots. And <laughs> as it does, as the hand kind of passes through the roots, you just see sort of like a greenish gray hand reach out from behind the roots. And I think it high fives your mage hand. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, now I am truly confused. Who is it? Come out. Like, you're, you're not going to hide from us for very long, so you might as well just come out at this point. As you say that, I think that you see two figures kind of um, somersault out. Not somersault. That makes it sound very active. They more roll out from behind <laughs> the, uh, the roots. There's two of them, and they are quite short. They have grayish green skin. And they sort of are resting now in a simian posture. They have very long arms and they're balancing both on their fists and their legs. And their faces are of impossibly old human men. They have sharp teeth poking out from behind their lips. And both of them look a little cranky as they look up at you. What the fuck is that? Ooh, who dares disturb our slumber? Our slumber. Uh, sorry, what? Are you? What are you? That's so rude. Get out of here, whippersnapper. Get out of here. Listen, we're we're in a bit of a tight spot, and I'm sorry to have disturbed your slumber, but um, we really need to maneuver our way out of here. Oh, we are in the middle of a tight nap. A very <laughs> tight nap, indeed. <laughs> and you say you need to get somewhere through this corridor? No, can't allow it. What do we have to do? What can we do for you in order for you to let us pass? Oh, what can they do for us? What can they do? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kissing anybody. They go into a huddle together and you just hear like, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
<laughs> Mine got a three. I got a 16. Okay, so I've got one on my side. <laughs> oh, just let them pass. Come on, look at these what? little whippersnappers. Off to no good. When was the last time you played Truth or Dare? Well, you know, we could play it between us. Look at their faces. Look at that little cowboy mug. It's just like my grandchild. Well, that is, uh, that's, that is a very kind compliment. You, you, uh, you look beautiful yourself, and, uh, I really do appreciate you all just, uh, uh, being kind enough to let us through without any fuss, and so if there's nothing else, uh, we will just be going, and let's try to push past them. Make a persuasion check. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't understand why you're being like this. We've been waiting to play truth or dare for so long. No, w- one truth or dare. Oh, Just one. It would be nice to have one. They don't invite us up for the Borealis. We have to stay down here in God. Fine. One truth. One Ooh, verbal what? contract. One. Ooh, truth, truth, truth. Okay, truth. Sure. What is... Your most embarrassing crush. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my god. Okay, well, um, I mean, it's kind of... right, if you don't say scavenge, I'm gonna be very surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually, I'm actually good on that one. Uh, that's been... Okay, so my most embarrassing crush is... It's something that I can never act on because they absolutely hate my guts um and think that we're stalking them but there's this waiter who's always working wherever we go i just can't get her out of my head it, it's it's because she she negs us so constantly isn't that uh, right oh my god she just like wants nothing to do with me and i love it tell us more yeah, her name is bitters she doesn't give a fuck about anything <laughs> And uh, yeah, I never get I never get caught up on people because people always want something to do with me, and it's like shocking and like exhilarating that she doesn't. So there, I said it. Happy? Oh, Very embarrassing. Oh, 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 <laughs> never be able to do anything with it. I'm gonna tell. Oh, I'm gonna tell. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get past well, now? It's very embarrassing for me. I tell you what. One more. (laughs) One more, yes. No, that is not the agreement we made. Okay, but understand that I'm presenting a new agreement. (laughs) New agreement. One more, and I shall give you a gift. What kind of gift? You have have to tell us. Not the gift. I, I thought, no, is this not the right time to give the gift? Well... If they earn it, I suppose. Okay, but it's got to be a really steamy one. It has to be so juicy it drips down my chin like a peach. That is some disturbing imagery. (laughs) The one who promised the gift reaches into a pouch and pulls out very, very quickly. It looks like a uh, medallion um, that's on a long chain. And he like flashes it at you and then puts it back in his pocket. And then he's just like, there, I've shown you the gift. And it has rare properties the rarest <sighs> all right let's do this yeah I-, I want the thing yes i'll take it ask me a question go ahead you want truth or you want dare i've got nothing to hide by all means ask me a ask me a question Mm-mm. what is something you wouldn't want your maker to know oh shoot <laughs> I think this hit Celestine harder than he was expecting. 
in that moment, I think he kind of like kind of like slumps a little bit and looks down at his feet and and is just like, uh, I don't I think I've done a lot of things in the last short while that I would not I would not be proud to tell my maker. But uh, golly, if I had to if I had to pick one, Celestine turns to Riot and Crater and says, I want you to know that I I'm not ashamed to to be your friend, nor nor do I regret any time that I've spent with you, but I cannot help but feel that my maker would be sorely disappointed if they if they knew that I'd become a thief. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's not super uh, uh, great on paper. It it really is not, and I mean, I do. I, I have been justifying this to myself. I know that one day I will have to account for this both to my maker and, and to myself. But I, I, you know, I know that we've been doing some things to help people and help each other. And uh, at the end of the day, I do know right from wrong. And I know that stealing is wrong. And, and, and yet we've done it a number of times. And I've had my, my fair share of profit off of it. And, and there's no getting around that. I, I've, I'm a thief. I feel like everybody in this life does things that they regret. It's just how you atone for it at the end of the day is what really matters. Like, sure, we do some fucked up things once in a while, but I know you're a good person at the end of the day, Celestine. And acknowledging it and growing from it and atoning for it is honestly, like, the fact that you want to atone at all is half of the battle. I thank you both for that. I I think I needed to hear that, though I I know that there's going to be more of this, you know, before whatever we're doing is is done. And I'm going to need to to find a way to be okay with not just what I've done, but I suppose what I'm going to do. Well, I mean, at this point, our quest is a fairly noble one as far as saving people from... At least 50% noble. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. What is is your quest? Where are you going? No, 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 no. You asked a question. I gave you a truthful answer and it didn't feel very good. Now I'd like to be on my way. I understand. I just thought we were going to be friends. I mean, you stopped by where we live and I thought we were just going to hang out for a bit. You are our new best friends, but unfortunately, we have to go. It was a pleasure to meet you. We'll have that medallion. Thank you. That got really personal. Geezer, teaser, are you pleased? Geezer, weezer, I've <laughs> never been more satisfied in all my years as a fae. Okay, here you go. And he tosses over the, the medallion. One of you might recognize this as a medallion of thoughts. And basically how this works is that while you're attuned to it, you can cast detect thoughts at will as many times per day as it has charges. Cool. Wow. That's That'll come in Sick. real handy. Real. So I do assume you will be coming back to visit. We live in these roots. Oh, you know it. Absolutely. <laughs> Friends forever. Make a deception check. <laughs> That was genuine. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the least convincing thing Riot's ever said. Okay, make a persuasion check. <laughs> no, it was deception, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever cool. you want. Okay, uh, so that is, that is 24. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'll put out my finest backgammon game. <laughs> and my A535, and we'll have a real time. <sighs> hey, do you have any extra in that? 
Not unless you want to play us again. It'll cost you another question. No, no okay, yeah, it's, no, it's, not, it's not worth it. Yeah, no, no, we're good. It. Don't worry. Next time, we'll get dare for a five three five. It's now become like a like a very boring retirement community where everybody's oh just like, "All right, what have you got, Annie? Up? I, I got some old Worthers. I've got some a five three five. Who wants to play Truth or Dare? It's Fay five three five. Yes. Oh God. Uh, Rub Fay five three five. Well, hard to say. They both have a very sad look on their face as they move away. They do look uh, particularly lonely, which you know catches all of your eye. Uh, but you're you're on a mission. You're busy. They they get it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do. Who knows? But um, they do with a lonely look roll backwards into the roots and as they reach the roots you notice they kind of like start to shrink and change form so that they can become the roots basically so you watch this sort of disgusting transformation as they roll back into it and then become the curtains that you now must walk through i want to go through the curtains on the side that that is made up of the one that i charmed successfully (laughs) okay fair enough One of the roots gives you a pat in the head as you go by. (laughs) So wait, are they the tree? Or are they just fae that are kind of part of the root system? Make an arcana check. Um, what's my... Oh, um, 16. So you have a knowledge of fae. Maybe you, like, picked it up in the museum when you were walking through. But a lot of fae just have an ability to, um, kind of transport or move their way through plants and natural objects. Mm. Um, so what this looks like is just these fae, uh, moving to potentially a different location through the tree. Okay, cool. It's not like a granddad tree situation. <laughs> it's hard to tell from under here, but at least they aren't the granddad itself. Okay, sick. Hmm. <laughs> All right, I guess we lug this uh, big lug through the roots. That was a lot easier than trying to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> like last time. Yeah, agree. I think we just learned to always pick truth. Yeah. Tough. You're not forced to make it with a fucking frog. <laughs> to be fair, these two are a lot less annoying. That's true. Yes. <laughs> So you continue through another hallway. A few more times it forks and everybody takes a second as Garbazine kind of like ducks out from under Crater's arm and checks to find whatever he's looking for, leads you down a few more hallways. Uh, Crater, how are you feeling at this point? I I think I'm... I think I'm starting to feel a little bit better. It's probably been what, like an hour at this point? 45 minutes to an hour, I would say, that you've been been downstairs. Okay. Yeah, I think think he's starting to get his energy back a little bit like he still he still feels a little fucked up but he's i think he's like officially calmed down now is there like a trick like a mental or emotional or even physical trick that you use to like get yourself out of these states from like you know the past couple years maybe i think i use a trick that my uh like an old friend showed me back in midmoss where like if i'm ever feeling such a way i'm just kind of looking around and clocking things that i can see so i'm gonna be like boulder bush root and just keep going back and forth just like i'm grounding myself essentially oh that's brilliant Mm -hmm. that's like literally science (laughs) (laughs) hey there folks this is peter and i play your favorite three-year-old cowboy on planet arcana I'm sorry to interrupt what I'm sure was some very witty banter, but I wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening and to tell you about our Patreon. 
If you like what our little podcast is doing and you want to keep hearing more from us, consider letting us know by heading on over to patreon.com slash planetarcana and supporting us on your choice of three different Patreon membership levels. At $3 a month, we have the Page of Cups tier, which gets you our undying appreciation, as well as the knowledge that we think you're really smart and that that shirt looks great on you. Next, we have the Knight of Swords tier at $5 a month, which gets you not only our love and admiration, but also access to ad-free episodes of Planet Arcana, one-day early access to episodes, and access to digital downloads of additional episode content like the really awesome original music written for the show. Finally, if you're feeling Riot-level cool, there's our Queen of Pentacles tier at $10 a month. This gets you everything from the previous tiers, as well as access to our monthly after-podcast, Recharge, where we talk about the events of the previous two episodes of the show, as well as whatever other nonsense we feel like talking about. It's really a great time, and we would love to have you join us. After all, the more patrons we have, the more we can focus on fun stuff like merch and eventually more bonus content. If you don't feel like you can commit to a monthly subscription, not to worry. We've got a coffee account where you can toss us a one-time tip to let us know you like the show. And of course, if it's not a good time to lend us your support financially, we totally understand. Everyone can help us out by rating the show on iTunes, leaving reviews wherever possible, and just generally getting the word out about how much you like the show. All of that is amazingly helpful to us. Again, if you'd like to become a patron, you can visit patreon.com slash planetarcana, or head on over to our website, planetarcana.com, where you can find links to our Patreon and coffee accounts, or you can find us on all of the social media as either at planetarcana or at planetarcanapod. Feel free to drop us a line and let us know you're enjoying what we're doing. So, thanks so much for your time. Thanks again to everyone for listening. I'll let you get back to the action now. But remember, folks, we never tell our true friends our true name. But we do tell them about the podcasts we like. Right? Right. Can I take Crater aside for a second? Yeah, I think maybe you guys reach a point where, like, Garbazine's like, okay, I need a minute. And then he starts to, like, check around. And uh, you have a moment here. Okay. Hey, buddy, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Yeah, is everything okay? Yeah, um, no pressure whatsoever, but, so, the reason why I developed Scalifaxa is not because of all of these weird symptoms that I'm now getting. I mean, they're awesome. They're awesome kind of like kickbacks of this thing, but, like, the reason why why I originally wanted to microdose this is because I have uh, there's properties in it that I believe have helped me just like keep a clear head and like maybe it's like all in my head and maybe it's just like you know a placebo effect but like if you wanted to try some just to like emotionally ground you you're more than welcome Uh, but again totally experimental don't even worry about it I mean I don't really know what's ahead of us here. If, if you think it'll help. You barely notice it. It's like, you know, a little bit of a, a shine on your day. That sounds that sounds nice, actually. Okay. And, you know, I I, I trust you with my life. So uh, if, you, if you think it's if you think it'll help, then fuck it. I'll try anything <laughs> once. Uh, I've been your guinea pig already, if that's uh, any <laughs> help. I reach into my uh, my pack 
and get him a tiny little piece of what looks like a chocolate. Ooh. And just as a reminder, this is the this is the stuff that has started to give Riot some like magical abilities, right? That's right, yeah. Oh Sick. my god, if this is foreshadowing of Crater multiclassing as a sorcerer, I'm so bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, uh, Jay, Jay, cut that out of the podcast. That's actually good idea. <laughs> 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 <Is> that spoiler. <laughs> I will. I willingly eat it. Eat it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if that's like a lozenge or something. <laughs> Suppository. <laughs> you don't put it in. Your- okay. <laughs> yeah. I pop it in my mouth. All right. Does, does Does anything happen to me? Not immediately. It takes about okay. A bit. You won't. You probably won't even notice anything except for maybe a little bit nicer of a time. What's it taste like? So it's a little chocolate and there's like kind of an earthy undertone like a really smoky almost like a like a dirt or like a mushroom kind of undertone that's really mm. nice and there's like a little bit of uh, salty flavor as well mm. is, is there an oyster mushroom in this <laughs> close <laughs> it's actually a chaga <laughs> if they exist <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> they certainly do. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's very good. Mm, that's tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, right. I, I appreciate you looking out for me. Oh, anytime. I'm, you know, here for you if you need. You know, you just want if you want to talk after all this uh, bullshit is done, like, or even <laughs> in the interim. Uh, I'm here for you, buddy. You know, I uh, I love you a lot. I love you too. Yeah. And I think I just grab Ryan and give her a hug. Oh. And how how bad are the burns that Riot gets from Oh, so nice. Sorry, sorry. I know it's worth it. Uh, honestly, you you make the blisters look good. So oh. I don't know how you do it. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> After Riot po- posts her next uh, uh, Pip photo, we're going to start seeing everybody with like fashionable blisters painted on everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start a new thing. Celestine, are you doing anything in this time? There's, You don't have to, but just checking in. I think I'm like pointedly not talking to Garbazin. Okay, fair enough. Like it, it, that's the, you know, that that would be the obvious sort of thing. You know, there's we're, we're off by ourselves, but I, I don't think he's striking up a conversation with Garbazine. I think he's giving him a little side eye and that's about it. I think Garbazine every once in a while tries to start some casual conversation. And I think I just start like, like you know, just like whistling a tune and just like walk away a little bit, you know, wander away. Like I didn't quite hear him because I just started whistling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, nasty. Vicious. <laughs> the group regroups and Garbazine uh, points out the way once again. And you start to go through uh, another hallway, same as all of the previous ones. Um, This one's a little bit longer, though, and it has less branching off paths. And you walk for maybe 10 or so minutes down this hallway, which isn't that long, but it's like the longest straight hallway that you've walked down. And finally, this one leads to the end of this corridor that doesn't branch off into further hallways. The end of this corridor, uh, there are two doors here, and Garbazine kind of runs forward and checks, and you... Actually, everyone make a perception check for me. 24. Ooh. That one. Oh, oh again. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get them out of the way now, I yeah. guess. Yeah. 
Uh, Critter going to 17, but I think Celestine's taking the lead here. Yeah, for sure. Actually, Critter, I think that you you don't actually notice this, but Celestine, you do. You just notice that in Garbazine's checking around for whatever he's looking for, you watch as his hand lingers a little bit longer uh, in the space between the two doors. And this just tells you that it seems like he has found what he's looking for between the two doors. Oh, wow. And so when that happens, he spins around and looks at you and he's just like, I think this is it. I mean, one of these doors. I, I'm just not sure. It's one of the doors. Yeah, it looks like that. And so, sorry, to, just to be clear, based on the information you just gave me, I, I, I would know that to be a lie. No, no, you, it just like... More, more so. What I was trying to tell you is that, like, you know where the symbol is that he. It seems like he's looking for because he mentioned that he's looking for like you know something. Oh, uh, oh, okay, okay. So it's not like that. Like, there's a hidden thing between the two doors. That's the actual thing. It's like he's correct. trying to decide. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I got you. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. That's I understand. All right. I think Celestine's gonna pick one door, the door on the right, say, and mm-hmm. just kind of put his ear up to it and and see if he can hear anything behind there. Give me a perception check. Eh, 11. So you press your receptacle for hearing up to this door. <laughs> and you take a deep listen. And this one, there's you just, you're not hearing anything. You're pretty sure that there's nothing to hear is what you're getting from this door. Mm. What should we expect on the other side, Garbazine? What are, are there going to be people there? Are there going to be, it doesn't sound like there's anything behind this one. There. There shouldn't be. Um, there might be two circles. There might be one circle. But as far as what to expect, a circle. <laughs> At least one. Um, but no people. Not as far as I know. I mean, it sounded like you guys met up with Scavenge way after he dumped me in the forest. And so if that's true, then he would have been long gone. And that means that there shouldn't be anyone left behind except for, I guess, me or someone in my situation. All right. Can can I can I put my ear to the other door? Sure. Make another perception check. 13. (laughs) I think that this one, because all of the hallways and all of the rooms that you've been in, you've heard this water dripping. And when you put your ear up to this door, when you hear the water drip, it just sounds like a bigger room. That's what you get from this room is that it seems to be quite a bit larger. The other one, um, you couldn't really tell from your check and it just... There was nothing to there was nothing to even go on that you didn't even hear anything in the other room. So this one sounds a bit bigger, and the other one you're just not sure. All right, folks, we got a big room and maybe a smaller room. I don't, I can't hear if there's anybody waiting for us on the other side. What's everybody's thought? Well, I feel like there's less of a chance of any threats being able to fit in the smaller room, or at least there's fewer. So my inclination would be to try the smaller room first. All right. Garbazine, if you would, please. Uh, he spins around and he tries to open the door and you watch as it's like, it's locked. It's locked. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have this key, don't we? The mystery key. As well as your natural skills. <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, why don't I try... I'll keep the mystery key, maybe as a... And I'll try like a... Like a Pick the lock first. Sick. Okay. All right. So give us a lock or a thief's tools check. Mm -hmm. So that's dexterity and proficiency. Yee. Oh, Jesus. 32. 26. (laughs) Oh, my God. God Okay. I'm going to tell you something right now. When you put your thieves tools in and start working, the first thing that you think, right, is like, 
This one is tough. And this one is made specifically tough. And as soon as you realize that, and luckily you did in time, you start to just really be very deliberate with your actions and slowly put the tools in and it all locks into place. And finally you just hear and it unlocks. And uh, yeah, the room is, the room is yours. (sighs) Boy, I really want to tell you that there was <laughs> there was some shit that we had planned for that, and you just rolled like gangbusters <laughs> and avoided it. That DC, holy shit, Garbazine. No offense, yeah, but can you go first? <laughs> yeah, I mean that was awesome. Um, he opens the door slowly, and you all peer into this room ahead of you. The door actually opens out into the hallway with you, and what you see is actually a very, very dark room. Crater, let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. When you run warm, do you emit any light? I think I have said in the past that when I've been raging and when I've used certain abilities that like Mm -hmm. I I glow red and glow white sometimes when I'm like Mm -hmm. super hot. But that's like when I'm raging. Yeah, Um, I'm not raging anymore. So do you think there's any residual from what you just went through? And I'm asking because it would be cool flavor. Mm Okay, then, uh, yeah, I think I think Crater definitely has some residual red glow to him in certain parts of his boiler. Nice. Thank you for that gift. Metal takes a while to cool down. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so what you see as Crater's shell is still emitting a little bit of light from the residual effects of everything that he just went through, and just that red tint, Crater, that you're glowing, you notice that it's glinting back at you from this room, from... A pile, specifically, sort of just off to the left in the room. And as you walk in a little further and your eyes start to adjust to the dark, you see that there is a very sizable chunk of gold in here. But beyond that, there's even more small and round tokens, it looks like. And it's too dark in here to see what they are. Is there any, like, torches on the wall or anything like that? Any sort of anything that... that it yeah. could be lit, yeah? Yeah, sure. All right, well, I'll go grab a torch and, and use Druidcraft to light it up and, and take a better look at those tokens. That's beautiful. So you do that, and now as you walk into this, uh, this is like one of the only rooms that you've been in that doesn't have those backlit uh, fake stained glass windows, and so it's very dark in here. And when you bring in that torch and you shine it upon everything that's in here, the only thing that's in here, in fact, is, like I said, a huge pile of money and then an even massiver pile of Riscotech Risco brand chips. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, my stars. What in the world? Huh. This seems sketchy. I don't, I don't trust this. Uh, can I, can I like throw a rock at the pile of <laughs> chips? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> bing, 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 bing. It like slowly bounces off of them. Uh, a, a few piles fall over. Well, this is curious, but it's not a teleportation circle. I mean, we we know that Mesmera had some some connection to Riscotech. Is is she stealing from Riscotech? Is she I don't know embezzling from Riscotech? Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take some pictures of this on just for, for myself. Hell yes. <laughs> Receipts. Oh, that is tasty. Oh my Whoa, god. Holy fuck. That's what we get for introducing a handheld camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my exact <laughs> thought. Awesome. <laughs> Riot, what are you taking pictures of? <laughs> Ten episodes later. Uh, I'm taking pictures of the two piles uh, before I pocket some. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, so like I said, there is just straight money here. It's a large pile, but relatively a small pile compared to the piles of chips. Hear me out. I feel like we could probably, like this is dirty money, right? I feel like we can probably just grab some and nobody will notice. And also fuck whoever's taking this money, right? I would agree with Ms. Riot here. I, I honestly, as much as I, I feel conflicted about the thievery issue here, I feel like this is probably already stolen money and therefore does not count toward our 50% evil. Yeah. We're like Robohood. <laughs> Sorry. It, no, I love that. That's no, don't ever no, apologize that for yeah. Oh my god, that's uh, great. And if this money is from Riscotech, which I think is a fair assumption, then I know for a fact that this is insured. So oh, it sure yoink. is. <laughs> All right, we're pocketing. Are you taking just money, or are you taking money and chips? Can I? Can I take a, a can I examine one of these chips to see if there's anything different about it versus the Riscotech chips that we had when we were there? Uh yeah, make uh make an arcana check. Ooh. 14. You uh maybe you had one still on your person and you compare them and they look identical. All right. I feel like we should take at least one for evidence. No argument here. Yeah. But do we take more than one. I, don't, I still have fifteen hundred chips on me from, yeah, from from, from Riscotech. So like, well, I'm not sure that we're going to be welcome back at Riscotech anytime soon. Sure, so perhaps. Right. <laughs> well, let's grab the one uh, and then get our gold and get the fuck out of this room. I love that plan. Hey, hey, Garbazine, you want some gold? Yes. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> I kind of want to take one of these chips. I don't know why. I just think it's cool. Yeah. Fill you. Fill your boots, bud. What? Tell me exactly what you're taking. I'd say like. A substantial amount of the gold, but not all. Okay. Well, let me tell you this. There's 5,000 gold. Whoa. Let's, let's take 2,500. Yeah. So how? 50%. 50%. 50%, 50% baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Code of ethics. Yeah, that, that's on brand for us. Absolutely. I love, that. love it. I'm worried this is going to like peter into my real life. You <laughs> <laughs> know? 50%. 100%. All right. So 2,500 split four ways is 625 each. Well, hold on now. We're taking 50%. We're taking 2,500 amongst the three of us. Garbazine can take whatever he wants. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm not. Unless Garbazine is all of a sudden a member of the group i don't know whatever and celestine just turns around and walks out of the room <laughs> no, no, no. So celestine, no. No. hey 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 buddy i think this is this is actually an important lesson here if somebody's helping out on a job we can't screw them over and i, I know it's it got it off we got off on the wrong foot but garbazine has been part of this job oh yeah yeah, he's been part of this job, just like I was part of the job from the very beginning, but you didn't see fit to trust me with all of the information. And this fellow over here, well, he was Scavenge's best buddy five minutes ago, but I guess we trust him with unicorn horns and gold and to not lead us directly to Scavenge. I don't know. I don't know how to do this, Crater. I don't know what you want from me. You know, I was a fairly trusting fellow when you met me. You know that better than anybody but i don't since we've been doing this it's been all like don't tell anybody anything and don't use your real name and don't talk to cops and i don't know how am i supposed to know who to trust and what to what to do and when it seems like you just trust I, well i don't know you 
just feels like you're treating him with more respect than you treated me. I think Crater looks like looks really hurt by that. I, I don't know what to say to that. Look, Crater, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. All right, I do. But can you tell me honestly that you you truly believe that he's not going to just sell us to scavenge to get back in scavenge's good graces or heck to get another dose of whatever it was that scavenge was pumping him full of might not even be his fault or his choice look celestine i i don't know if we ever if we ever really fully hashed out what happened with risk tech and i you're right what we did to you was really shitty and i understand that you're hurt by that and we need to work through that but the matter of fact is, I don't know if we can trust Garbazine. No offense. Um, I get it. <laughs> but this is our only this is our only option at this moment. And if he leads us to Scavenge and it's a trap, well, that's kind of what we're looking for, anyways, right? We want to find Scavenge. So. And our best bet here is to offer an option that's better than what Scavenge can offer. You know and. I think, you know, lending a bit of kindness to Garbazine is a good thing. I think, I think there's good in there. And I don't, I think you're right, Creator. I don't think we really had a, a debrief after Riscotech. And, and I know I was the one to tell you, Celestine, about the lie that we told. And I, I'm truly sorry. It was something that seemed necessary at the time before we really knew your true nature and what an incredible heart you really are. And like, I, I, I really hate to say this, but I, I, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know you at that time either. And I just knew that you were this young, impressionable kid. And I wasn't sure whether you were right for this. Like, I didn't know if I would, I didn't know if I wanted to be that kind of influence on you. And I realize that's fucked up for me to say now because look where we are. <laughs> but at the time, that was true. Let me just ask you this. Were you ever going to tell me that you kept stuff back from me if those frogs didn't trick you into doing it? Probably not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, then. That's how it is. Well, I suppose we got some business to take care of, shall we? Garbazine, I'm going to hold on to your money just for just for now. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, okay. Yeah, so I got, we'll take like 3,000 gold and th- three three chips. Yeah, okay. And you, and you know what? I'll dump the 1,500 chips that I have on me from Riscotech just onto this pile <laughs> just to make it look worse. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take another little snap. Wow, that's awesome. I think Celestine looks at Garbazine and says, you get paid when the job is Done. That's how these things work. Well, here's hoping we actually make it through and complete this job. I think I'm going to like sidle up to Crater and speak really quietly being like, you know, he really is cut out for this stuff. Yeah, honestly, he's better at this than he even knows. Kind of proud. But fuck. You okay? <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a day. We'll, um, we'll sort this out when we get a minute. Okay? Promise. Yeah. Okay, should we go to the other... <laughs> other door try our luck yeah uh sorry and everyone gets 833 gold pieces 
<laughs> Sick. Do one of you two want to take this uh, medallion of thoughts and put it in your inventory? I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I was thinking Riot's a real good, real good candidate for that. I'm so scared you have that. <laughs> Should be. Yeah. No, I, yeah I, think it's, I think it's perfect for you because you're the one who's like, like you, you are the face of the party. You're going to be the one interrogating people. Yeah. So like, well, and like if somebody's going to see someone's thoughts, I would trust Riot the most to kind of like interpret that information and get course. the most out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. It does require attunement, which just means you have to sit with it for an hour before it works. But mm-hmm. but yeah, okay. just, just so you know. Okay. So you gather up all your chips uh, or rather all of your gold and a few chips. And exit this room, and there's but one door remaining. And from what Celestine heard, it sounds like a big room. But other than that, you're not sure exactly what lies beyond. Let's get her done. Are you you fools ready to fight? <laughs> you know it. I can't believe you fucking unlocked that door so easily. <laughs> <laughs> there was, oh my god. Rogues uh, are so good. So yeah. good. We'll uh, we'll talk about what would have happened in the recharge center oh. to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh, such a good plug! Damn. <laughs> okay, are you just opening the door? You guys, do you want to like what? Tell me what you'd like to do here. I think Celestine, who's like already kind of vacated the smaller room, uh, I'm just gonna gently try the door to kind of get a feel if it's locked. Okay. Uh, yeah, you like give it a very gentle uh, twist of the knob, and this one is in fact not locked. All right, I'm not gonna open it. I'll just all wave over Garbazine. Yeah. He wordlessly walks over to you. He still looks very uncomfortable and like he absolutely does not know what he's supposed to be doing in this situation. Open the door after you. Okay. And he goes to open it. And right before he does, he turns to you, Celestine, and kind of like looks like he wants to say something and pretty quickly decides against it. And then slowly opens the door and just creaks it open a little bit so that you can all just see in. Um, From the side of the door, you can see that it opens up and leads into uh, an unlikely cathedral-like room. Much more cathedral-like than the ones that you've been in previously. This one has wooden pew-like stairs, a large backlit glass fresco, and before it, a lectern. Between the pews and lecterns, It looks like there would be space there for teleportation circles, but you simply can't see that far or over the pews from this angle. So would you like to go in? Uh, Is there anything you'd like to do? Can we roll one of the coins in across the floor? Ooh. Ooh, that's so tasty. I love it. Absolutely. Okay. One of your coins or one of the... the, um... I'd say one of the coins because it's sparkly. Fair enough. Yeah. You roll a coin into the room. And there's a couple steps into it, so it kind of like boom, 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 down the stairs and then keeps rolling underneath the pews and further in. And as that happens, you actually hear something from the very edge of the room, the other end of the room from where you're looking in. And it's a voice, or rather it's two. Shh, quiet. Did you hear that? Uh, I'm afraid I didn't. There's somebody here. Quiet, quiet. And they fall to a hush. Is that Harley High Sticks? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They already know we're here. Already, so I'm, I'm gonna walk on in. Just like full like riot in all of her grace and gloriousness. <laughs> yeah, I think Okay. Yeah, I'll go in should I go in alone and then just wash my back? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we'll be right here, Ms. Riot, on the other side of this this doorway. Before before you do that, and Garbazine turns to you, Riot, why don't I sneak in? I can go around the side. Yeah, 
Yeah, that would be helpful. Okay. Uh, Garbazine gets real low, and I'm going to roll a stealth check for him. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so is this room like a cathedral in that there is like some light shining through? Like, you know how you'd go into like kind of an abandoned old church and there's like a stained glass window where there's like one stream of light hitting the middle with like dust falling through the lights there absolutely is it is still that artificial light but it is they seem to have programmed it to uh be eternally sunset (laughs) so there's always (laughs) dust passing through that beam of light beautiful i'm gonna step into that light and say whoever's in there you can come on out i don't bite much in response, you hear, oh, oh good. <laughs> I was really, really hoping to run into you again someday, Riot. <laughs> and it is indeed hardly high stakes, accompanied by a very sad-looking boy, Baccarat, who goes, oh. Oh, God. How did boy Baccarat <laughs> get stuck on the run with Harley Highsteg? Just his luck. <laughs> Just the worst him. fucking luck. You told him to go out in the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Harley. Riot. Pleasure to see you here. Well, I do wish that I could say it was a pleasure like last time, but you rather screwed me. I screwed you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Just because the cameras were off inside, don't think I don't know who sped away from the city in that ladybird. Sure, but like... I feel like there's a little bit, there's, there are more factors at work to <laughs> your situation than just uh, what went on with us, you know? I think there were some odds were stacked against you. I don't think we're entirely at fault. <laughs> oh, indeed. Yes, there were more factors to consider. For example, did you know that the high stakes have, for 25 generations, been designed specifically to work at Riscotech Casino? And did you know that your little heist cost me my job and did you now know that i have nothing to live for well aside from vengeance of course and boy bakra's like oh. listen all i'm saying is that uh i think we were a catalyst sure uh but uh I don't know if there was any way that you were going to be able to keep your job. Oh, do tell. You seem to have so much knowledge about the inner workings of Riscotech. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think there's any reasoning with you right now. That's all I can say. You know, it's well, easy to put your blame in uh, someone and hold a grudge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're quite correct. No, I'm afraid there is no reasoning with me right now. In fact, and uh, and she wheels on over to the circle that is drawn on the ground and scuffs one of them badly with her wheel. So you see, right, I think the other two are too far away to see. They're two big circular shapes on either side of the cathedral, and they look like they have been drawn in with what looks like chalk on the ground. In each of the circles is a symbol that flows through them that looks very arcane. It looks like two half circles that are connected by a stream, complex looking sigils lining the edges. One circle has an arrow pointing to the middle of it, and one has the arrow pointing out of it. And the one that Harley has just scuffed up is the one with the arrow pointing in. Make an arcana check at this point. Okay. 
And while you do that, Celestine and Crater, what are you doing? We've got to get ready to get physical. I think we're about to fight here. Crater and I just kind of like share a look. And for the moment, everything is to the side because we've got some work to do here. And we just kind of like yeah. share a look, have a nod, get ready. Okay. My Arcana check was 21. Oh, nice. You would know then that the one with the arrow pointing in is in. The one with the arrow pointing out is out. Because the thing about teleportation circles is that they're one way. You all knew that you were going in to find a teleportation circle, but there seems to be an additional one that has an in. So Harley came out of one and she scuffed up the one that you need to go through to get out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we're going to the inn, like the entrance, basically, to whatever this is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to bluff a little bit here and be like, oh, good for you. You just scuffed the thing. It would be a shame if I just used some chalk and like fixed it. Roll me a... What is it? Deception? What do you think, Jay? I would let intimidation roll here. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I always forget about that. Roll right. the intimidate. Ooh. Okay, 26. Oh my what? god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I have oh plus my eight god, intimidation. Just, that's oh why my we're god. rolling shit on history rolls last time. You're saving it for this shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Harley, like, narrows her eyes at you. Oh, that's a very, very good point. You are sneaky, aren't you? Well, in that case, perhaps I just should take my vengeance on you first, Riot. Make sure there's nothing left behind that could use the chalk. (laughs) Can I just take a shot? Oh, I'm so glad to see that you came, Riot. A party just isn't a party without MC Harley High Stakes. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody needs to roll initiative. Fuck yeah. Welcome to your big win. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.